0: All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players podcast. It was historical at Oracle. The Clippers come back from 31 down to win the game against the Golden State Warriors. Clips is hyped. It's Dame time in Portland. Dame Dala versus Russell Westbrook. What is going on with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Is Dame Lillard a legit superstar now? We break down all the playoff series. We're going to give you who we think is going to win, who's going to go fishing, and then Drew and I give you our all-NBA teams first, second, third, and honorable mention. You guys will agree, maybe not agree. We really don't give a fuck. It's a follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music.
1: Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like gluty us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. Yeah.
2: What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody?
0: The boys are back. Yeah. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. I've been waiting two days to drop this shit, Drew. <laughs> it's episode 72. And if you don't know, every episode that we do, we correlate the number of the episode drew picks something that has to do with our episode number yeah. 72 so drew something nba related. tell me what you got
2: so 72 we're really we're really starting to run a little thin oh boy running thin here I'll be honest <laughs> with you guys i i 73 we have we have one or two items after that it's getting thin so suggestions mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen please all the audience members what should we do for 73 74 and moving forward <laughs> i I'm, I'm i'm all ears at this point Anyway, 72. Mm-hmm. One individual scored exactly 72 points, and I think we all know who he is. His name is Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Wilt the Stilt, 1963. It was a great year. 63 was a great year for Wilt. I swear to God, he had to have averaged like 67 points that, that entire El- season. right? Yeah, because of the 63 San Francisco Warriors season, there's like been 10 uh, times that he scored above 60.
0: I'm tired of Wilt, bro.
2: Me too. Uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. One team in NBA history has scored, uh, won exactly 72 games, and that was the Chicago Bulls. Uh, a record that we thought would never be broken. Uh, the, a little f- a foreshadowing for all my literary friends out there for 73. You know what's coming. Uh, but 72, Michael Jordan, 1996, Scottie Pippen. The best year. 72-10. and 10. It's not going to be a Michael Jordan episode, Mm-mm. but I think to be relevant, mm-hmm. maybe this should be Steve Kerr episode. I don't want to do that just just for the current situation that we're in. Really? No, you know, I I'm throwing it out there. I want I want I want your input because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if we did a Scottie Pippen episode. I know no we, Pippen. I, I don't, we've talked about I no. Know tip we've Pippen. done. We have not done a Tony Kukoc episode. Ooh. I know Luke Longley is on a list of a Longley list of of names that nobody that is waiting that listens to, be. to this
0: show. Maybe like four percent of the people that listen to the show know yeah. who Luke Strongly is.
2: Luke Strongly, <laughs> aka Longley, is it's virtually Andrew Bogut. So all the all the youngsters out there, good comparison, you, Drew. You, you put Bogut, you change Bogut's hair to red, mm-hmm. you have Luke Longley. Good call. That's what you have.
0: Minus the number one pick, too.
2: Right. Wow, Bogut was better. Bogut so was who a better are we player. picking? Like, so I, 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 thought Steve Kerr would be funny because of the current circumstances. Okay. Uh, obviously, we if we haven't done Scotty, mm-hmm. I would say that this could be a, a Scotty Pippen. I mean, this was this may have been '96, yep. may have been Scotty's best year yeah. playing alongside yeah. Mike because he had those two years without Mike. Uh, that he was really, you know, the top guy in Chicago, yeah, and then yeah. So I'm I'm cool with
0: Scotty. Well, considering the fact that we talk a lot of shit about Scotty, no tipping Pippin. Yeah, Scotty be tripping Pippin. Yeah, yeah, um, on our Instagram page at Clips and Drew. Uh-huh. If you didn't know that already, fuck, I don't know, Drew. Well, you uh, you call it. Uh, I don't... Yeah, let,
2: let, uh, well, are you cool with Steve Kerr?
0: I'm no, I can't. I just feel all like right. I can't do that. Fuck I can't do Scotty Pippin. This is your okay. episode. No tipping Scotty Pippin. Scotty be tripping Pippin. Episode seventy two. This is all yours. Yep. It's time to dive right into this, Drew. And I'm coining this right now. If any media outlet steals this from us, Uh-oh. like they have been doing, <laughs> they have, and yeah. we've been stealing from you too, bro. But this is what it is. Listen to me, people. It's sharing. We're, it's sharing. Sharing. sharing is caring. Is sharing is caring. We're diving into this episode, and you know what? The first thing we're going to talk about, Drew. Uh, we're going to talk about Detroit, the historical at Oracle. You know what we're diving into, Drew? Oh shit. We're going to talk about my Clippers. Coming back from a 31-point deficit in Golden State, you and I watched the game together. We did. We had a pregame discussion where you said the Clippers have absolutely no chance in winning the
2: game. No. Yes, you did. Correction. 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 Uh-huh. I said the Clippers have no chance in winning the series. Okay. Okay. I He's was twisting on board. The words. Uh, no, no, no. You're twisting the words. <laughs> Look at that. Remove your hands from the twists and motion that you're doing right now. Stop. 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 Contricting the words with your hands. Okay. I said the Clippers have no chance in winning this series. Okay. I was on board with the fact that they probably weren't going to win that game. Right. Specifically. Right. So I'll give you that. Okay. But I didn't say that that game or a game couldn't have been won by the Clippers. I was, and I still do feel the Clippers do not have a chance to win this series.
0: And mind you. Let, let, let's. We had to all have a group conversation because if you listen, listened to the show, the broadcast, we often talk about our boy Jeff Crompton, who is the biggest Golden State fan and legit fan. I respect his fanhood. OG. Yes. He's from the Bay. We have His a real- dad got
2: interviewed last regular season game. I don't know if you know Shut this. Shut up. I'm, I'm cutting you off right now. No. Tom Compton. <laughs> Tom Compton in the flesh got interviewed on the last game. They all went out for Oracle's last regular season Against the Clippers. Game. Yes, right. and and Jeff's father, Jeff attended with his father. Mm-hmm. Jeff's father got interviewed by the lo- the local Bay Area reporters. Didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Tom Compton. I can't. But believe this is exactly what we're talking about. It's he's not a fair weather fan. No, no, they no. Didn't pick up his sticks when Clay and Steph and Dre and all these guys started playing. He's been there was this was his team growing up forever. So um continue I so mind
0: you the last time that we watched the clipper laker game together yeah was in the beginning of the season when when draymond and and kevin durant got into their beef right and the clippers did win that game they did so i had to take into full consideration where i was going to watch this game you guys all know that i like to watch the game in my house mm. home territory i like to be able to break things in my house i don't want to break
2: anything at your house drew but no, we, it's important that you do not break anything. We have, we have very limited things that are breakable, but please don't break the ones that are breakable.
0: Funny thing is, is our boy Jeff Crompton just fell asleep. Well Golden
2: state goes up. We we know the story. The game was the game was over. I mean, as far as it was not over, as far as we were all concerned, bro, you and I started talking about like Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, (laughs) no, I wanted to
0: go, I wanted to go home at halftime to be in peace, you did, you did, you
2: you, at halftime, you're like, dude, I almost need to, I almost need to get out of here, right? For those of you that live in a box and didn't watch this game, or the, those of you that are on the East Coast and literally just can't stay up on a random Monday night, and to midnight. all the Golden
0: State fans that didn't even watch the game, that claim to be Golden State fans too, just right. to let they you know, they,
2: they thought it was a lock. Mm-hmm. And and to be quite honest, we all did. Like you, like you just said, you, it did not look good <laughs> for no, the Clippers. They no. were down by like twenty at half, and then that extended out to thirty one in the third quarter, and that's when Jeff, you know, took a little snooze. He <laughs> had a, he had a long day. It's a thirty-one point game. He's like, you know what? This, you know, not entirely relevant for me to stay awake for the next eighteen minutes. And then you and game. I
0: got into a deep conversation, yep. and this is the funny part, people. Yeah. Jeff snoring on the couch. <laughs> you and I are having a really good conversation, and it goes from thirty-one. We're slowly seeing to twenty-six. Yeah. To twenty-one, then back to twenty-four, then nineteen. And Drew's like, "Should we wake up, Jeff?" I said, "Nah, bro, right, not yet, not yet." Then like sixteen, and then we go down to fourteen, and Jeff and Drew's like, "Yo, Jeff." No,
2: Compton, nothing. Compton, nothing. No movement. Cool.
0: Soon as we get to seven, I said we better wake this motherfucker
2: up because yeah. I want him to see what's popping. You did I I said that. You were you were on the fence, being like, "Well, this all of this transition here is happening because Jeff is asleep." <laughs> you, for those that don't know, Clips is not the most superstitious individual I've ever met, but there is definitely a superstition. I'm close. Of, yeah, and so I can tell you this, bro. We did not wake his ass up until it was a three point game. <laughs> <laughs> because I know as much as you. You were whispering, and you don't. You tend to not whisper. I don't whisper, and you were whispering because you did not want to jinx the flow.
0: And then what happened? The the whispers stopped. Well, no, and I the, took the over the whole house once
2: Jeff was awake, mm-hmm. and and also like the game was unfolding before mm-hmm. our eyes, back and forth. Steph was hitting big shots. Uh, cl- the, all, you know, and pretty much everyone on the Clippers was hitting big shots, big free throws mostly. I would say. Um and then bullshit.
0: Lou Williams. Yep. Lou Trilliums, as I like to call him, Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Landry. Wham bam. Thank you, Sham, the rookie, Landry Shamit. Guys, we're gonna talk about this real quick. I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna drop the mic for a second here. This is not a place that the Clippers have not been this season. We were down twenty-five with Detroit, um, came back mm-hmm, and won. Mm-hmm. Landry Shamit, uh his first game as a Clipper. Against Boston, down 29. Franchise record, come back and win. We've come back and won a lot of games this year. Not necessarily 29, 25. We've been down 14, 16. I think, like,
2: didn't, like, the next game, didn't that happen again, like, against Charlotte? And we did it. Was, like, this, and we won at the like, Literally it. the next game, the mm-hmm. same thing happened, yeah.
0: So this is not a place that we have not been. Right and this is a place that you have been. we have another way to say okay it. that is a, okay i get it that's <laughs> a place good. you've
2: been before would be better
0: but the great thing about this is we go into halftime and i think it was 24 at halftime like Yeah, you said, something like that yeah and doc rivers tells the team we're gonna win this game i don't know how but we are gonna win this game keep playing our game don't get caught up in the bullshit like game one and in game one there was a lot of its first game of the playoffs." You and I both agreed Landry Shamet didn't show up. Zubak
2: looked shook as fuck out there. Very, of very shook, yes. And Golden State showed why they are the defending champs. Right. And why everyone thinks that they're the best team in the NBA. So to back up uh, just even a little bit further, uh, those that didn't catch the first quarter or whatever or that don't exist on social media, <laughs> uh, DeMarcus Cousins tore his quad right. with, within the first five minutes of the game. And that set the stage for something that I thought was going to be much more competitive from the get-go. You lose DeMarcus, Bogut comes in. I thought, all right, maybe the Clippers really, really do have a chance here. And the Clippers did, or excuse me, the Warriors did exactly what the Warriors do, right? Boogie goes out. It didn't really matter. I mean, the, the no. Warriors still played their game. They were getting their shots. It was a frantic game uh, the first quarter, first half, really, with a lot of turnovers. A lot of like moving the ball too quickly, which was weird. I thought that was a strange thing because the Warriors have been in this place a lot, mm-hmm. you know, even more than the Clippers, especially more than the Clippers have. And and so to set the stage, like losing DeMarcus initially was – it, obviously it's a big deal, but initially it was like, all right, they still they they're still going to handle this. And and the fact that they got it by 31 points, you know, kind of proves that. They, they, they lost Boogie and they were still able to put it together. Steph was having a pretty decent game. Clay was okay. Durant was okay. But everyone was just kind of vibing. Like, the the offense was flowing. And then what happened was when they got up to that 31-point lead, you know, the the starters... They stopped. Yeah. They They stopped
0: stopped playing basketball. They stopped
2: caring. And then the bench came in, and that's really when your work started. Because their bench against your bench, uh, which... It's, it's hard for me to... No, it's hard I, you, me to cla- you said this the other day. It's I- hard for me to categorize Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell as bench players because they play starters minutes and they finish the games, right? So I understand, yes, they didn't start the games, but they're clearly two of your best, you know, six players that you have on the team. Of
0: course, there are leaders.
2: Right, and and so that's where really where the work started. It was Lou and Trez going at the second unit for the Warriors and just chipping away, chipping away. At Andrew Michael
0: lead. Green's hitting nice Andrew shots. Andrew Michael
2: Green had a big game. He yeah. did. Yeah.
0: And even these little – the like you look at the stat line for for Shea, for Say Hey Shea, and you're like, okay, we had four points, but he had five assists. He had three steals. You know, these are big – guys, we, we the Clippers did not give up the whole game. We were focused the whole game. And mm-hmm. I, I had this conversation with you after game game one, Drew, And I said, there's just something about Golden State, and I get it. You're the defending champs, but they looked really fucking cocky to me. Just, you know, Draymond's chirping at Doc. Boogie's flexing his muscles. Every time Steph shoots, he turns away from the basket and runs away, like no matter what it's going in. Like, to me, it's those little things. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Durant smiling and laughing every time Patrick Beverly guards him because he's just like, yo, I'm Kevin Durant. I'm, you know, I'm the best scorer in the world. Why are you guarding me? And in the mean, Patrick doesn't look at it like that. Right. Patrick Beverly had one of the greatest quotes of the week, where he's like, "When I step on the floor, I'm trying to be the best defender in the fucking world, right. in the world." And we saw him do it against LeBron James. Uh, we're seeing him do it against KD. We pride ourselves on defense, and guys like Patrick Beverly set the tone for our whole team. You know what I mean? We could have Gallo guarding mm-hmm. g- guarding uh, KD. We could. He's six ten, but he's not as good as 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 Patrick. And Patrick is an annoying
2: person he's annoying yeah. and i don't even want to consider it annoying because it's like he just plays really hard deep well you look at at the box score and kevin durant took eight shots so uh, i you know i want to i want to give the clippers all the praise like they definitely uh, they they pulled out a game that they had no business winning and 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 you guys it, it was historical it's the biggest comeback in nba history uh and and it was a, it was a great win in oracle and shocked everyone i think i don't think anyone expected that to happen but what I want to take a little peek at is, you know, we brought up Steve Kerr here in the beginning. Steve needs to do a better job of mitigating that comeback. And what I mean by that is, like, Kevin Durant took eight shots, right? So he needs to say – Nine turnovers. Right. And he needs to – and, that, and that's a reflection on Pat Bev. 100%. Just as much as it is a reflection on the way the game was going as well, right? So there's twofold, right? Like, Warriors are up by 30. Like, it doesn't matter if, if Durant's in the game or shooting or turning the ball over. You guys were up by 30 points. But as the, as the Clippers start creeping back in, Steve almost like took it for granted like the game was over. And, and I, I don't really harp on Steve Kerr that much, uh, but his, his player rotation is something that he's never been that strong at. Noticing when players should get into the games. When that game got to 15 points, not only do you want Kevin Durant in that game, but you want him feature, featured every time down the floor. Let's get him some shots. Let's get him to the free throw line. He did. He ended up getting, I think, eleven or twelve free throws in that game. Yeah. Because he still had twenty-one points. But the fact that he took eight shots and was like, I think the 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 third third or fourth even uh, field goal attempter in that like, in well, that Ste- game is not great.
0: Steph had. They took Steph out in the third because of the four fouls. Right. And he sat. I don't even know how much he played in the fourth. In the third.
2: He didn't play. He didn't play a whole lot in the third. He played in the beginning of the third. Didn't play a whole lot. It's in the a third, simple but fact he,
0: that we've seen this with Kevin Durant too. I think Patrick got in his head. Mm. It was obvious since. Well, because he game fouled one.
2: out. He ended up fouling out in the, the fourth quarter. And got kicked out of game one. In, yeah.
0: Both of them right. did. Right. Stat for you, though Lou and Trez are outscoring KD and Steph. Right. Right now, two games in. And again, this isn't the end of the series. Everybody in the world still knows that Golden State most likely will win the series. Yep. They were laughing like all over. Uh, social media and like watching ESPN and everybody's like, there's no way in hell the Clippers are going to win this series. And I understand that. I understand why they're saying that. But I think all the media is focusing so much on the Golden State collapse mm. and not talking about the, how the Clippers played. Mm-hmm. And literally how we've been playing all year. And I don't think they've been paying attention to us no matter what. Right. I don't think they know how good Lou Williams really is. They see the stat box and they look and they're like, yeah, okay, he played really well. Montrez Harrell, two years ago when he's playing in Houston, he's averaging 1.6 points a game in the playoffs. And Kevin Durant came out and said in a post game, who's been talking really highly about the Los Angeles Clippers, Drew. Mm-hmm. He spoke highly about Landry Shamet. He spoke highly about Shea. He spoke very highly about Trez. He spoke highly about our organization, saying that the Clippers obviously know how to utilize the players that they have and use them to the best of their abilities. Right. And that's exactly what the hell is happening. Whether that's foreshadowing, if Kevin Durant is really taking a serious look at coming to the Los Angeles Clippers, we can get into that at another time. But Doc Rivers stated and said that this is his favorite team that he's ever coached. And mind you, we had superstars in Lop City. This game, for all the Clipper fans that are listening to me, reminds me of 2012. 2012, first round Memphis Grizzlies. I remember where I was at. We're down 24 points with eight minutes to go in the game. Swaggy P hits three threes in one minute. The wizardry of Chris Paul, Kenyon Martin, Reggie Evans, a young Eric Bledsoe. We came back and won that game, right? Which was one of the best... Uh, Clipper games I've ever seen in my life, and at the time it was. But the difference between the Lob City Clippers and this new, uh, this new Clipper mentality and the way we play basketball, the difference is Clamp City, Clamp City, which we stated earlier, which I love. Yeah, Yeah. Clamp Clamp City, City. Lob City, Clamp City. I love it. Yeah. The difference is that old Clippers. If we go down twenty, the game's a wrap.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah.
0: And the difference also being. The Clippers were normally the team that would go up 20 in the first quarter and then blow it throughout the game. Do I like the fact that we were down 31? No. We had really poor turnovers. We right. didn't hit shots. Players looked like they hadn't been there before, meaning Zubach and Gallo didn't look really like Gallo. And then you adjust. And in the playoffs, Drew, you know this better than anybody, in the playoffs it's seven games, and you learn how to play against these teams. Golden State is the hardest team to 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 try to match up with, but let's be real, and I'm sorry, Golden State fans, you guys are soft. When people get in your ass, shit gets a little different. As much as as tough as Boogie and Draymond are, and I get it, buttholes get tight, as we like to say, yeah. and and that being Kevin Durant.
2: Well, so so you know when I, I'm looking at the box score, Kevin played 35 minutes and fouled out of the game, and and as I mentioned, took eight shots. And I don't know who I don't know who needs to say it, whether I, I I'm trying to put the blame on Steve, but maybe Kevin needs to be a little bit more demonstrative. I mean, we're looking at Pat Bev and you and you just look at them on the floor and you're like Pat Bev has no there's no he should have no chance guarding this man. Kevin Durant is is for all the people that want to list him at six ten or whatever the fuck, he's seven feet tall. He is. And his wingspan is beyond that. And and Pat Bev is six one like on it's six three on his tiptoes, bro. Six one, I think, is a, is a generous height for Patrick. Part of Beverly. a lion, though, dog. But this is what I'm getting at: is like Kevin Durant still wants to include himself, and I think he should be included most of the time as the top one, two, three, four players in the NBA. But when two games in a row like this, you have someone getting into you the way that Pat is, and he's responding with laughs and trying mm-hmm. to shrug it off. Right. It's okay when you win by 25. Mm-hmm. It's okay when you win by 30. It is not okay for you to laugh it off or get into this uh, this this uh, removed from the game aspect where you're trying to go heads up one on one. Like, what is he really trying to do? He needs to dominate that matchup, right? I want to give Pat Bev a lot of credit because it's not easy to score on him regardless of your size. Mm-hmm. But this is again, it's it's either Kevin Durant or Steve Kerr or both that. How are they not giving him the ball in the in the mid post? Well,
0: so Kevin Durant did a really great interview today talking mm. about the playoffs and he, he for the first time in a while, he actually spoke very candidly and talked about it. Mm. And he said, Of course, he said, You know who the fuck I am? I'm 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 Kevin Durant. If I wanted to shoot over Pat Beverly, I could shoot over Pat Beverly, yeah. which is cool. But you're not doing that. Right. And the simple fact he says he's having a hard time when I put it on the floor, I'm getting the double.
2: And he is everybody's getting doubled and this is my point though is like he's he has the perfect team to get doubled right like if you're getting doubled mm-hmm. someone is wide open under the basket or or the best shooters on the planet mm-hmm. are open so For you, real. you have to he's he's a world-class player he is top five in the NBA I think on any given moment he can be the best player on the in the world mm-hmm. and so he has to do that now he has to do that and so this like when you're talking about like this golden State team is weird that is weird. That's weird. He's getting boxed up by Kevin or er, by uh, by Patrick Beverly,
0: Who was ranked and like. T- T- is a great defender. He, that's what he prides himself on, and that is a lost art form mm-hmm. in today's NBA, right? Especially from uh, from a dude that's six one, right?
2: No, and, and <laughs> so the other thing about this too is that Clay Thompson had seventeen points, mm-hmm. and he has been understated for the last month or so. I don't think he's had like we a, don't talk about Clay. Clay. Well, and that's just kind of been Clay's mo forever. He's just he's really good. Uh, he doesn't need a lot of attention. doesn't doesn't desire a lot of media attention. doesn't need that many shots. But when Steph Steph is still trying to step up, Steph is still trying to be the Steph Curry. And I think he took some really ridiculous shots. Yes, you know, uh, uh, during that game because he was feeling the flow or whatever. Uh, but especially like towards the end of the game, he took a couple questionable shots. But it's Steph Curry, so what are we gonna say? Like he makes those all the time. But to me, you can't have both Kevin and Clay. Be mediocre in any playoff format, even a regular season game, and expect to have a great really results. good a good result. So mm. this is to me, this is this is it's a great great game for the Clippers. It's a great game for Clipper Nation. Uh, but this could be the waking up moment for the Golden State Warriors. Landry if looking, Shamit, if you, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: Sorry, Landry Shamit said, yeah, we probably pissed off a sleeping bear. Exactly, which is so true. Right, and I think uh, you know, in my opinion, I feel like. If Kevin Durant doesn't have a very good game in game three, this is something he's not going to live down. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I need to see, and Golden State needs to see. He'll live it down if they win a fucking championship. I get that. I get that. He'll still never get the props he deserves. He'll still never get a statue in Golden State, and that's why he's not going to be there come next season. That's why he's looking at a team like the Clippers like, I want to fuck with these guys. Mm -hmm. Okay, really fast, though. Uh, A quote that Doc Rivers said that I think, Uh, needs to resonate with every player in the NBA and anybody listening to this show. The reason why he said that he loves this team is because he says this team is allowing themselves to be coached, right? Yeah. There's no egos. These guys are really buying into the process and they're listening Mm -hmm. to doc who I'm, who I'm even seeing, uh, be a different kind of coach. Like, he kind of had to walk on eggshells around Blake and around Chris because there was so much ego in the locker yep. room, even with his own son. Same shit. Well, especially with his own well, Especially son. with yeah. him, too. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want everybody to take away the simple fact that the Clippers are really a very good team. This wasn't a fluke, you know. These guys are a very good basketball team that play together. They play the right way. Uh, Lou Williams, you know, who – I had one of the customers that comes into my job say
2: the other day, like, how do these teams get rid of him? You know, I don't think he was doing this at this level. He's really he's really starting to hit the peak of his powers. I think you can say that. Okay. I mean, he he's he's always been very, very good. Right. But it's it it, with Trez specifically it their pick and roll is is nearly impossible. Do we tell the story? Did I tell you this story off off? Tape, I believe you told it on the last pod about how no, they were playing. I don't playing think I did. A, I think I told it to you. Playing in Atlanta. Did I did I say that on I the last one? I believe you did. You can go ahead and mention it. Nah, but
0: if you guys didn't know, like it's crazy like Trez and Lou didn't really even know each other and 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 maybe I did say it drew, but yeah to make it really short, uh Lou Williams has a like a a summer league that he plays in in Atlanta. He heard about this dude Trez and Trez is a hooper just like Jamal Crawford, just like Lou Williams like he doesn't run drills, doesn't do any of this shit. He just wants to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And so they had heard about Montrez, and 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 Lou said, hey, dude, let's get this dude on my team, and they started vibing. This we we're talking two years ago. And then they end up going to Houston together and playing together randomly. Yep. This, this is something that they've been working on all, you know, for three years, and especially this season, because I noticed in the beginning of the season, on that pick and roll, which works really, really well, and they're trying to get Zubac in the mix with that. Mm. But, like... You know, Lou Will, as soon as the pick was coming, he'd drop a little, a, a low bounce pass to Trez, and Trez couldn't catch it. And I remember Chris and DJ tried to do this forever. Yeah. And Chris had to learn, to like, fuck it, I just got to throw it up in throw the air and then the he'll air. catch it because he can't yeah. catch shit. Right. And now we're noticing that Montrez finishes around the rim just as good as anybody in the NBA. Yeah. He's going to dunk on your ass, dude. He's That's not. That's
2: the most impressive part. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. What size you are? Mm-hmm. He gathers and he will dunk on everyone. He dunks on everybody. It's and, and it and it takes everyone by surprise, right? Because he's quick and he's powerful, and and it's a and it's always two hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like every time it's two handed dunk. And good luck trying to block that, whoever you are, Jared Allen. Any the, the best blockers in the NBA. Good luck trying to block that shit. Um, I the uh, my my point about Lou Will though is that it's like he's really. I think this is this is about as good as it's going to get for him. And it's very exciting for the Clippers. As long as he, they can keep him and Trez moving like this, regardless of who they pick up, this is going to be a very exciting duo moving forward for as long as they can stay together. Um, but I do want to get into some of the other series that we want There's to talk There's other about. series? Yeah, I know. I know, right?
0: I thought I had one more. I had. I think I had one more thing to say, though. What do you got? Well, this is from our boy Adriano, big-time Clipper fan. How how would you as Golden State – like? how do you deal with Patrick Beverly's defense? Like, what do you do? Yeah. What's your coaching strategy to be like, all right, well, what are we going to do about this, Kevin? Durant in the post.
2: It's very simple. It's very simple. Okay. But- and it doesn't have to be, like, on the block. I want Durant mid-post on whatever whatever side that he prefers to be on because it'll either draw the double or he'll get fouled or he'll have a good shot that he can get. He, his mid-range is about as good as it gets right now Facts. in the NBA. Facts. Um, so – and and he's not utilizing it as much as he can. And the and the sheer fact of it is that he can and should be shooting above above the hand of Patrick Beverly every time. And so and and also he's stronger. I think he's you know just body weight and mass in general. He ain't
0: stronger than Pat Beverly. I'll tell you that oh, he ain't. He should be. Should be, but he ain't. And
2: he and and so it that causes the problem of the of the double team. Okay, so. As a coach, you your spacing is entirely important. When you give Durant the ball in the post, you need people in positions to have him fire immediately over the top of the double team. That's not
0: KD's game though, Drew. It, it, it's but but it not can at all. Be.
2: He's a really good player and he can do that, no problem. But my point is is like it's it's gonna it's gonna create one of two things. It's either a one-on-one matchup that he should dominate, or it's a double team that he should be able to facilitate the ball to. But then what – To somebody
0: else. He's had a lot of offensive fouls this series, dude, because of the But a bodies. lot of those
2: offensive fouls have been, have been on the perimeter. When, when Pat's right up in him and, and he's trying to move his elbows around and Pat just takes the foul. So this is my point. If you're going to get those offensive fouls, at mm-hmm. least bring them into the post and then create a different dynamic. Or even on the elbow. I know he loves to operate on the elbow.
0: Especially since Boogie's gone, there's going to be more room in the paint. Yeah. Um. Before we'll we'll, we'll stop this. By the way, Clipper Nation, I'm extremely excited. Uh, let's get this next game. Do you think we're going to get another one? No. You don't think the Clippers are going to win one more game? No. Okay. I have a, I,
2: my last question for you. Mm-hmm. Is this the biggest win in Clipper history?
0: This was. Yeah. Uh, no. Well. No. San Antonio. San Antonio uh, beating San Antonio in the playoffs. Chris Paul bank shot. That was a huge one. This mm-hmm. is the most impressive, mm-hmm. and this is the most – and, again, uh, I love Mike Malone. I love uh, Buden, Budenhoser, Rosenbagger, yeah. Hoser. I love them, but mm-hmm. uh, Coach of the Year should be Doc Rivers. Uh, nobody is doing more with less. He is coaching this team better than anybody. That, I, I mean, this is beautiful coaching. Believe it. We have two rookies starting in the NBA playoffs with a third-year Zubok who's basically a rookie, a 21-year-old, and we are doing major damage, no all-stars. It's the most impressive win and it shows me that we are on the definitely the right track. Mm-hmm. And we are definitely going to win another game, if not win this whole series, shock the world. <laughs> the NBA does not want that to happen. Nah.
2: We know this. Well, I think I think fans wouldn't mind. Like the like the the, the ones that aren't like specific to a team fan. Definitely want to see a change of the guard a little bit. They're, I know they're beatable. I know they're getting tired of the. I, I I don't see it happening.
0: They're beatable though, Drew. They sure. I mean, okay. you just proved it. Okay,
2: but they were up thirty-one points in that game, so that kind of sets the stage to for expectations. All right. Um. I don't. Yeah. I think Clippers. Um.
0: Are winning this, Are winning the championship? Thank Clippers, you, Drew. Thank Clippers, you for saying that. Clippers I appreciate that. The I agree
2: that too. <laughs> Moving over to the uh, to the two seven matchup. Ooh. Uh, Nuggets and the Spurs. Uh, it's been a really solid first couple playoff games that we've had all around the NBA. The Spurs, um, not so shockingly, but still a surprise, took Game 1 from the Nuggets at home and probably should have taken Game 2 if it wasn't for a Jamal Murray flurry, as I like to call it.
0: Oh, I like it,
2: A Jamal Murray flurry. I actually, I I think I stole that from Ralph Lawler who called, uh, for Steph, he called it a Curry flurry.
0: Oh, he did say that. But
2: I'm calling it a Murray flurry. All right. So, shout out to you, Ralph. Um (laughs) Murray, for those that don't know, scored 21 points in the fourth quarter after going over after going over eight in the entire game mm. uh, to to uh, to put the the Nuggets ahead. And they won by nine points in game two. Can but, I say something about that? though? Yeah, go
0: ahead. Uh, it's interesting because he was over going into halftime. And this is why I fucks with Mike Malone. I really like him a lot. I know yep. the players like him. He's another one of these guys. That's a player's coach. He took Jamal Murray aside. And he was saying that, like, Jamal was live and die by every shot he took. He was extremely frustrated when he right. missed a shot. He pulls Jamal aside and said, look, take a deep breath. I yeah. love you. You're going to hit the – he said, I love you. Yeah. I love you. You're going to hit the next couple shots. Just focus on hitting the next shot. Mm-hmm. Stop taking everything so seriously. Yeah. And I think that took some pressure. Who This is Jamal Murray's first playoff, right? Did yeah. they-,
2: they they made it uh, – <clears throat> last year They they almost made the playoffs. And uh, Minnesota beat him out in that last game of the season. And so. then he
0: comes out and hits eight straight shots, gets twenty-one points in the fourth quarter, um, and they win the ball game. Yep. And he kind of solidified his self as like kind of like in the same way as like D'Angelo Russell. Like we're looking at these guys like okay, who's next? They're yeah, they're really good.
2: Who's next? And They're not
0: there yet. They're young. Denver well, is so young.
2: This is the problem, mm-hmm. right? San Antonio wins the first game. Jamal Murray has like a very average game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they were going to win the second game until Jamal stepped up. This is the problem that you and I identified from square one. Who's the guy that's going to go get him a bucket? Because right. it's not Jokic. He's not. He can create a bucket. And don't get me wrong. You get him in the post, He can he can take you, you know, spin moves, all that stuff. But I mean, the guy had like ten points. You know what I mean? Like he
0: triple doubled though. He triple doubled in the first game. He had ten points, Mm and
2: in the second game, I I, I don't have in front of me. But it wasn't. He's not going to be the one that you go. All right, ISO ball, Jokic, go get us, go get us a bucket. It is Jamal Murray for them, so they're going to live and die with Jamal. Gary Harris is a very good player too. He had twenty three points last night, but like the. This is the problem for Denver moving forward is that it, it, Jamal has to has to catch up real quick. He's got to catch up to like the Donovan Mitchell, uh I you know CJ McCollum at least roll for them so that you can occasionally he can drop 30 to 35 and win you a game, mm-hmm. which is what he actually did for them in game 2. Without that flurry, the Murray flurry, love it. He's they're losing by 15 points in that game. And then Denver goes uh, down 0-2 in the first two games <laughs> and all this excitement around them and being the number two seed, almost uh, the number one seed in the West, is just down the drain. And they and
0: they want Jokic to be that guy, and he is that guy. He's all NBA. We get it. But I think within yeah. his creation, meaning like the way he, he passes the ball, that's where – Within his creation is where his points come too. Yeah, you feel he me? had twenty
2: one in that in that game. Just to, I, I pulled it up. He did have twenty one points, thirteen rebounds, eight assists, and and he does everything for that team. I'm not trying to take anything away right. from him, but we know his role. His, his role is most comfortable as a facilitator. He wants as a seven footer, yeah, which is wild. He's yeah, he wants to do that more than he does want to score.
0: And LaMarcus Aldridge is a problem, dude. Yeah. Underrated, and that's another All NBA. He he made our uh, honorable mention team, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> But Lamarcus isn't the easiest guy to to play against, dude. So I I, I completely understand. Uh, who do you got in that series?
2: Um, you know what I I based on what I saw last night, I think this is going seven games. And because it the seventh game will be in Denver, I will I'm gonna give Denver. Nice. But I I. I would not be surprised if San Antonio snakes. I mean, we, we we didn't really talk anything about San Antonio. Demar Derozan had a hell of a game because they're boring. Night. They are boring, mm-hmm. but De, but they still have Demar Derozan. Right? They still have Lamarcus Aldridge, and they still have this core of players that are. They
0: have seventy-two-year-old Patty Mills who's still dropping threes. Patty
2: Mills. Jesus. Patty Mills. Uh, yeah, he, he's the longest tenured Spur, <laughs> I love which him. is the craziest thing to think about. But I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs win this. But I do think it's going to go seven, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Denver will edge it out at home. I
0: got San Antonio in seven. I like that. All right. Sorry, Cheney. We got our boy Cheney, who's the biggest Denver homer of all time. We love you, and he, he listens to our show all the time. But, yeah, I got, I got San Antonio.
2: And then to the next series, I think the one that everyone kind of pegged to be an upset is Portland OKC. Oh, uh, well, I want to dive into this. Portland OKC, mm-hmm. I think everyone on the planet, we had to assume – we the question mark has always been Paul George's shoulder. You know, Going into this, assuming that his shoulder was okay – I think everyone on the planet was like, "Oh, OKC okay, in four, five, you know, should be no problem." Nurkic goes down, like their their team isn't that great. CJ coming off injury, CJ exactly barely ready in time for the playoffs. Uh, should be a wrap. Like Russ is playing well, Paul George is playing well. They don't have a matchup for Steven Adams. Wrong. Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum, Dame are, Dalla are the shit. They're make the shit. you holla. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Second best backcourt in the NBA.
2: It's hard to say because that because because CJ is so up and down, I mean, I granted, like the last like three or four years, I think he's averaged above 20 points per game. Mm-hmm. But there is like these moments, especially now when sometimes he's, you know, not necessarily showing up, which has not been the case. <laughs> I mean, he had 33 points last night in the win against uh, OKC, which was pretty much a blowout. Uh, I mean, they won by 20. It was a, it was a really nice game. That first half was great. Uh, the second half, Portland really kind of established in dominance. Uh, and then, uh, what you, we, the obvious factor here is that Dame Lillard needs to be recognized. You say it all the time. You say it all the time Mm -hmm. and not enough people give him credit, Mm -hmm. or at least not enough people are vocal about giving him credit Mm -hmm. for being what? One of the top 10 players in the NBA. It's, uh,
0: it's his position first of all, yeah. and him and Russ, I want to say a couple things. Sure. One. There is beef between Dame and Russ. There is mutual respect. And I love it. But there is beef. And what's funny is yeah. the people that I talked to didn't even know that there's beef. There's actual beef. Mm-hmm. And I think it's competitive beef.
2: They both wear number zero.
0: They, oh, they do. That's yeah. actually true. Yeah. They both are extremely loyal to their organizations. Yeah. They both have uh, uh, re-signed twice with their, teams, with their respective teams that have drafted them. Yep. They're loyal. Um, they both haven't won a chip. They're both competitive as hell. They both feel as if they're underrated. Unfortunately, they play the same position that Steph Curry plays, and no matter what, like Steph's probably always gonna be number one in that category, which mm-hmm. is okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't want to call Damian Lillard underrated because again, he's gonna be in
2: He gets his props. He, that's that's what I that's that's my part of it okay. too. Because when you bring that to my attention, I'm like, yeah, I, I can understand what you're saying. But because Steph exists, because Russell Westbrook exists, because Kyrie Irving exists, et cetera, et cetera, how else is he going to stand out other than by spurning his team to a crazy playoff run? And he's been unable to do that. And he hasn't far.
0: got out of the first round. He yeah. got swept last year. Right. And, you know, they asked him, you know, be, I I think Dame is just one of those guys, dude. Like he he I can see it like he wants to win. He's special. So he is special. Just like Russell Westbrook is special. Yeah, OK, sure. The only, I think that this series in particular, mm-hmm. this is where superstars are made. This is where people are going to know who Dame Logo Lillard is, right? Yep. And I think we're seeing that Dame is feeding off of this beef. Like, I saw Russell last night rock the baby to sleep, his famous fucking line yep. that he does when he took uh, Lillard in the post, you right. know? And Dame's Dame sees that. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to bring up some numbers about Westbrook, okay? Yeah, go ahead. And this whole series. Yep. Westbrook is 13 for 37 field goals. Okay? <laughs> it's not good. In game two, he was five for 20. He shot 25%, and he had 17% from the three. He's one for 10 three-pointers. When is Russell Westbrook going to understand that he is not a three-point shooter?
2: Five of 20. Paul George still also took 20 shots, was 11 of 20, and he needs to be taking 30 shots. Don't
0: you feel like now that you're saying that, and I kind of want to go back to what you were saying about KD. You're like, well, just go to the rack. You're Russell Westbrook. Like go to the rack and get your fucking buckets. But what it is is the defense that's being played, and let's not let's not underestimate I know they don't have a lot they don't have superstars. They have really good role players on their team. Harkless is really good. Yeah. The white boy Zach that I really like. Uh, uh, Zach Collins. I love
2: him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he had some major minutes for them last night. Evan
0: Turner, one of the biggest assholes in the NBA. Cantor. Enos we always love to Cantor. about
2: Ennis, And they have Miles Leonard. Or Myers, Myers, Leonard, not Miles. I call him Miles all the time. <laughs> Myers, Leonard, right? Uh, who should be getting some more run? I look at you know, it's funny because they signed Cantor, and we're like, wait a second, they have Myers, Leonard, they have they have a, they, they have, have a big white boys. They bro. have a plethora of centers. Right. They have Scalabecier from mm-hmm. from the Sacramento, who like, I mean, he's not anything special necessarily at this point, but like, dude, when when we when Nurkic went down. I think all of us were like, "Well, fuck! There it goes. Uh, there yeah. it goes. There it goes." And it, because it was gruesome, I think there was also an element of like, "Well, shit! Like, well, how is this team going to respond mm-hmm. after that? Like, who's going to want to really, you know, try their hardest?" And and when it comes down to it, they still have enough talent on this right. team. And and when you have a, a Russell Westbrook who uh, dominates the ball uh, and is shooting those percentages, and and Dame dropped twenty nine points last night to Russell's fourteen. Uh, Damian Lillard owned him in
0: superstar fashion. Owned him yes. last night.
2: Yes. Big timed him. Yes. The whole game, and and I know that Russ is going to hate that, uh, but I, I I love seeing Dame, and then especially CJ also succeed. CJ
0: played really well. Yeah. Um, I think an interesting, uh, you know, something interesting is the simple fact that uh, Russell Westbrook is three and ten since Kevin Durant left. Okay. Three and ten in the playoffs since Durant left. His his. His basketball IQ isn't a point guard's IQ. Lillard thinks like a point guard, I think. Mm-hmm. But he's a, a scorer. And a scoring yeah, point guard at He's an elite at that. scorer. That uh, interesting fact about Damian Lillard. He's missed seven games in seven years since he's been playing for the Portland Trail Blazers. He has played in 96 96- Percent wow. of all of his games. Okay. Yeah. This dude is a gamer and he wants to win. Dame Dala, it's your time to shine. You knock off OKC in the first round. We're going to really have to take a hard look at Russell Westbrook and Paul George and that whole organization. And, next.
2: and, and they have a winnable series after that. They can beat Denver or San Antonio 100%. in that next series. Uh, next series, not a whole lot do we need to say about this one, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Rockets, Jazz. This is going to be Rockets taking it home. I love the Jazz. I I, I, I say love. I, I like the Jazz. Um, but the, there's no way they can keep pace with them. Uh, we have this game two tonight. Hopefully the Jazz can do something, but they don't have an answer for James Harden. And as much as uh, Rudy Gobert is going to do his hardest, uh, it's just going to be lob city over him yep. or finish over him. That's going to be a sweep to me. That That's four games. We'll see tonight. Game three is tonight. Game two is tonight. Game two is tonight. Game two is tonight. Um, and, and in the first game, I mean – I, I don't want to get out of hand here, but, I mean, they did win by 32 points. So, like, I think that's – you know we don't need to spend too much time Utah on that. Utah ain't ready, dude. Donovan, we we love you, though, yeah. bro. Donovan, keep doing your thing. Um, Imagine if they can get a fucking free agent. I'll be interested you know? to see what game threes and f- three and four looks like in Utah. It might yeah. be a little dicey. Yeah. Uh, next series that I want to get into, and I'm going to start in the middle here because 76ers in Brooklyn is a fucking series. Mm-hmm. The 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets – Brooklyn took Game One they split. out of nowhere, and um, Embiid is really the story here. Embiid is touch and go. We have some injuries. Maybe, we, maybe he's injured. Maybe he's tired. Maybe it's his knees. We don't know. Uh, but they continue to play him. They responded fantastically in Game Two. They scored 145 points in regulation in Game Two. Yep. But that series to me is a lot like the Clippers w- Golden State Clippers 100%. Warriors, right? And 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 so you're talking about Coach of the Year. I who's who is the Nets coach? Kenny. Uh, Kenny, I, Kenny Atkins. Yeah, I I forgot who that man right. was, and so he needs a nod for for Coach of the Year. And the, and that
0: whole team though, the reason why I mean they're so outmatched by Philly physically, right. yeah. But they play really hard. They have really, I mean, we're, we're seeing Spencer Dinwiddie like really turning into a really great basketball player. Mm-hmm. D'Lo had a really great first game. They are just so much bigger and stronger than 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 Brooklyn. Yeah. But they play their asses off. The one thing I didn't like in this series was the Joel Embiid elbow that went sure. with, uh, to Allen's face. It was obviously blatant. Yep. What I did not like was the trolling after the game where they both, him and Ben Simmons, both started laughing when they asked him about it. To me, I think Joel Embiid is acting really immature. Mm. And we've seen that with his, with his trolling. We sure. all like Joel Embiid. He's we funny. We get it. He's funny. Yep. He's fun to look at. But they still, don't, I don't know, dude. Think if fucking Brooklyn knocks him out.
2: Well, this is my point, though. Because
0: there's no bench. Philly has no bench, dog.
2: But we say that. But they have a fucking. They bench. do, but they're, it, they're not using it right. Boban. So this is, this, at least is Boban. this is Brett Brown's. If Brett Brown cannot get this team fired. out of the first round, you're fired. You're like done. you're fired before the whistle blows at the end of the game. And I bro. like him. I like him too. Right. But he's he needs to step his shit up. One hundred percent. And more so than that, Ben Simmons. To me, this is the series where Ben Simmons goes. You know what, guys? All this hype around me. This is why. Let me show you why. He had a triple double in Game Two. He showed out. Played really nicely, uh, but he needs to continue to do that because mm-hmm. I- in Game One he was a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Literally uh, didn't even didn't even crack. They 10 got points. booed
0: in Philly. Bro. they got booed off the court.
2: So Ben Simmons, especially as you know, Embiid is like kind of s- still remaining questionable, not only in this series uh, but moving forward in the playoffs. Ben Simmons, this is your time. Agreed. Show up. Show up, bro. I'm with that, show us what you're about um and that's that's pretty much who do you who do you have this series who do you think i mean if i'm betting on the upset? Philly, right yeah but i i, I want brooklyn i, I like think every this, go six, that team. this might go six or seven games i they, think it might
0: they're just so outmatched at the center position it's ridiculous
2: next series which was a surprise as well toronto orlando yeah. that one was this this series is pretty much what uh, done for me in my opinion i mean so it's it, toronto and five Right. Uh, that's what I'm calling. Magic snuck one out. I there like in that. Game one. It was cool. It I was like gritty. that. Kyle Lowry probably had the worst game of his life. He sure did. Um, and But outside of that, I mean, in game. And he
0: came back just like Ben Simmons did. Exactly.
2: And, and in game two, he had 22 points, uh, but Kawhi had 37. It's quiet, and fif- too. 15 of 22, which is efficient as fuck. kawhi Leonard. kawhi at Leonard. We, we, so small. We keep calling him that. We do. I mean, it's the perfect nickname. We do. Uh, but speaking on that, like. I don't see that game one repeating itself mm-hmm. at all. No. Uh, I know the Orlando fan base is going to be excited, but uh, what is the Orlando fan base? There's, there's right? seven of them. Right. It's kind of minimal. So, I mean, as much energy as they're going to bring, and I'm sure that the the stadium will be packed mm-hmm. uh, for, for game three and four, uh, it just – They're they're just not matching up well with this team. Uh, DJ Augustine played out of his mind in the first game. Love DJ. And I I love it too, bro. It's a great success story. An undersung guy, like someone that all of us have identified, like Orlando needs a good point guard. Orlando needs a good point guard. They go out and get Markel Fultz from the Sixers because they know they need a good point guard. And DJ goes, well, hold on a second, guys. I'm still right here. Let me show you what I can do. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if Toronto loses one more game. Nah, I'm not. But I that. really think it's as a wrap. Yeah, they 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 woke up a little bit in that first game, and especially Kyle Lowry. Um, the next series uh, that I want to get to is Boston and Indiana, and this series to me uh, is just really fucking unfortunate that Victor Oladipo is not playing. Yeah. Uh, the Pacers, I really, I it's a, it, they need to be commended, and Nate McMillan needs to be commended for the coaching job that he's done. Especially in the aftermath of, of Victor going down, Victor goes down, and we're like, "Bro, they're not. How, they're not even going to be. They may not even make the playoffs." Victor goes down. Not only did they make the playoffs, but they're in the fourth seed. They have. They have. They have the home haters will defense. say it's
0: the East. That's what the haters will say, but it is sure. what it is. Yes, they have. A, they have a decent. It was. Team. The,
2: excuse me. They have the five seed. They dropped. Okay. To the, they dropped to the five seed. But but my point being, like they they gutted out that last 100%. part of that season. They just don't have enough in the tank and not to say that they can't, you know, win a game or whatever, but Boston at this point is up to two, nothing. We just saw game two happen. Uh, You know, uh, the Pacers showed out really nicely in game two could have, could have won this game, uh, but Boston's too strong. They don't have any, they have no, nobody that can stay with Kyrie Irving. Agreed. Um, I mean, I think that's done and dusted. I think we actually might see a sweep there. Uh, Thoughts?
0: No, I think I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't even want to watch that series. It's, I, don't, I don't even care. There's no headlines for me it's in speaking that. Speaking of all. series
2: you don't want to watch, you know, um, Milwaukee? Milwaukee and Detroit. Yeah.
0: Blake, I'm sorry, Blake. I feel so I'm, bad. About I'm sorry, this. Blake. But yeah. this is this is your mo. This is this is what it is. You have a great season, and we just cannot be healthy in the playoffs. I feel so bad for you. So do I. You know, and 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 that stat line of Andre Drummond of minus 45, like. Like I said on our page at Clips and Drew, if you guys don't follow us yet. I said he should have just stayed his ass in the parking lot. Bro. Like they're not just, good. It's that's a sweep. That's a
2: sweep ready to And you happen. know what I feel bad for is I feel bad for like Miami or Charlotte. Yeah, because they should be there. Because they would be a better matchup. Yeah. They would be a better matchup. So all around, like I would have loved to see a healthy Blake Griffin Hell in that yeah. in that three six matchup or in that four five matchup Hell when yeah. they were playing and running. Uh, Blake was having a great season, so that just sucks. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's a laughable series. Get at your this rest, point. Giannis. Uh, I, I I'm gonna steal this from Bill Simmons. I think, or maybe it was Rosillo. Uh one of those guys said, "Is it? Do we even have to have this on television anymore? Like, can we just remove this from being on TV at this <laughs> Put point? Put
0: reruns of Sopranos or something, Dude, Give bruh. me some
2: Sopranos. Um, so, well, that's the wrap up for the for the playoffs. Okay, um, how much time we got, Drew? We got some time left. I want to get into our All NBA selection. Okay. Yeah, we people want to hear our awards. So. First team NBA, I'll go first. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. James Harden, mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Paul George, and Joel Embiid.
0: I like it. I think a lot of people have that. I only have one little switch up out there. I got Steph, Harden, Greek Freak, KD, and Embiid. I got KD over KD. Paul George just for the simple fact that KD's been playing pretty well all year. Paul George kind of really came on towards the second half of the season but i think that can, it's interchangeable just like i think our
2: second team is.
0: Yeah. Who who you got second team?
2: Second team i got Dame Lillard, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. That's this is where i have Kevin Durant on mm-hmm. mine. Um Kawhi Leonard and then Jokic. I got Dame, Russ, Paul George, Blake. Wow. And Jokic.
0: Blake had a He had a great season. phenomenal season. Great
2: season. You don't have Kawhi on that? I don't. Okay. Um, uh, third team for me, cause uh, he
0: was missing games. You yeah. know what I mean? He was resting a lot. That's just what I was going Kawhi, with. Yeah. He was out
2: like 23 games yes, this year. Yeah. That's you're right. Why. You're right. Um, and the reason so, that's why Kawhi, I'll, Yeah, I'll get into that too, because you know, LeBron James probably should be maybe second team. You can flip a coin for me, Kawhi yep. and LeBron, but LeBron really disappointed me. So fuck you, LeBron, you get third team. Uh, People
0: really liked Angry Angry Drew, by the way. We well, had a lot of comments shit, about. Angry I don't Drew. like.
2: I literally almost died, so I don't like being that angry. I can't harbor that much anger. I'm an easygoing guy. Right. Uh, third team for me is Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, LeBron James. This is where I have Blake, and then I have Carl Anthony Towns. Bullshit! Wait a minute.
0: Did you switch it up?
2: I told you this after I wrote it down. I, I took. A, I, I had initially. I had Bradley Beal on this. List. Oh, so you removed Beal. I, I looked at Beale versus Kyrie's number. Kyrie's numbers this year are phenomenal. True. They're very, good. very, very good. Right. And I looked at and, and what I'm gonna do in this scenario, even if the numbers were even, I still wanna give the nod to Kyrie because his team's in the playoffs and Brad's team is like one of the worst teams in the NBA. So I have Kemba, Kyrie, LeBron, Blake. Griffin, mm-hmm. and then Carl Anthony Towns is my, as my. Uh, We're kind of close team.
0: on this, and I can't believe you went with two, two guards because that just threw me off. But anyways, Kemba, Clay, LeBron, Kawhi, and Cat. That's who I got. Yeah, that's um, fair. Kemba needs to be there. I
2: don't Kemba's care what anybody has season. to say.
0: And if you didn't notice, I didn't put Kyrie on there because he's a fucking weirdo, and that's why. <laughs> and I like you, Kyrie, but you're a weirdo. And honorable have, mention, yeah, we our have some, favorite.
2: We have some honorable mentions. Uh, Bradley Beal. I already mentioned him, so okay. that's it's honorable. Well, what he did this year is great. I want you know, fuck, talking about players who could be on the Lakers. I would, you know, <laughs> Jesus, what do we got to do? I would not mind Bradley Beal on our team. Anyway, Clay Thompson, honorable mention for mm-hmm. me. Devin Booker. Had a great scoring great season. Year. And it just sucks. Like, can, did he take I would L's love daily? I just losses all the time. Devin Booker, please. Uh, get let, another guy I will take on the Lakers, bro. Mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. And then even though Anthony Davis's season was cut in half, I still think it's an honorable mention because he was putting up some crazy numbers.
0: I don't like that pick, though. 50, 56 games. How many did he play this I don't, year? Yeah, whatever it is. I get it. 42. You're a big AD guy, though. My honorable mention, my homer. Homerable mention, as I like to call it. <laughs>
2: oh, it's uh, the whole Clipper it, it's, roster. It's, <laughs> it's the all Everybody.
0: <laughs> everybody. J- <laughs> everybody is the whole Clipper team is honorable mention. Okay, Jonathan Motley, you made it.
2: Yes, he did.
0: Jerome Robinson, you made You're it.
2: You're all honorable mention. No, I'm just
0: kidding. I got Kyrie. I got Booker. And Kyrie probably should be on the all, probably you know, one of on them, the but third. it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, just cause yeah. you're a weirdo. We'll get into that in the next episode. Kyrie Booker. I had to give my boy Gallo a nod just for the simple fact that this guy played the most games he's played in, in,
2: in, many years. He does deserve a nod. He had a great season. 20
0: points a game, shooting 45% from the three, 90% from the line. Guy won a lot of games for us, plays great defense. I think he's not getting the respect he deserves. Holy shit. I wrote Gallo down twice. I have <laughs> Kyrie Booker, Gallo, Gallo, and Lou. You get it twice, Gallo. Did you, mean,
2: did you mean Toby? Did you mean Tobias Harris? No, no. Because I think that's also someone that deserves honorable but when,
0: mention. But, his, but when he got traded, yeah, the he, points, everything, everything went, went down. down. Yeah. Uh, if, if he was still a clipper, yes. I don't see why Lou Williams cannot get the nod Trez, with everything that he's done. Trez,
2: honorable mention, well, for sure.
0: I, I, and, and consider this, guys. When you're listening to this in your car, I mean, co-MVPs, I mean, uh, co-six uh, uh, men of the year, might be a good thing to look at, too, because Trez and, and and Lou have been a kind of a package deal, dude. They're putting mm-hmm. up more numbers in the history of the NBA, two people coming off the bench. Because uh, they're starters. Because they're starters. Because they're starters. If Drew wants to keep so, going on that route. before we leave, mm-hmm. I, we got to wrap this shit up. Okay.
2: Who do you still have in the finals, mm, I, and who do you have winning? I
0: can't call it, dude. I, I, I can't call it right now because I – I would I, love
2: for you to call it. I – I'll, I'll go first. Right. I still have in my. All right, I'm gonna say this. Okay.
0: Just being me and being the the semi hater that I am, I think there is a there's a loophole in Golden State this year. You I think, think it's Houston Houston's? can be yes. Oh. I think Houston can get them if they get the opportunity. Second round too. And guess what, Houston? If we see you second round too, bitches, we're gonna take that ass. <laughs> but uh, so I'm just Houston, gonna be different. Houston, Houston, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. All winning right.
2: it. I still the road that I called initially was Warriors, Philly. There's still a path to get there. But now I mean I'm shook. If if Joel Embiid is not healthy and a hundred percent, there's no fucking chance they're they're making it out of the east, especially having to go up against the Bucks. Uh, so I, I if Joel Embiid is, is can recover and be a hundred percent, I'm still sticking to Golden State, Philadelphia. However, more likely than not, we're looking at Golden State Milwaukee, which would be a great matchup. I'm excited Ooh, for. I that.
0: cannot wait. Yeah. Game three tomorrow night thursday if you want to come fuck with me i'll be at the crib jeff compton if you want to come over too because you're our you're my good luck charm i will
2: <laughs> as long as he falls asleep as, as long as thir- you
0: fall asleep and snore i'm all good but drew i got a question for you dude okay all right what's the point of having these platforms right. and not putting your people on dude what are we doing we're gonna take them out with my cousin my little homie uh-oh we're going to take him out with my boy Marley G. He's family. Memphis, Tennessee. It's my boy right here, dude. He's about to blow. Download this song. Real iTunes, on, on glow. On Memphis, Tennessee, stand up. Marley G. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. We're yeah. Ghost.
1: John Snow, Clipper Nation. Real diamonds on my chest. I'm on, I'm on I trust Kiki with that Draco. He You fly, real diamonds on my chest. I'm on Golo, ho. i my on Gola, I trust Kiki with that Draco. He gon' let it get MG, box a match on my chest. Julian, you see. Me. Backwood full of straw. Bro, that shit fat as a kiwi. She text me, you high, you don't know. She text me, she love me. I'm on to another. I do this shit for my brothers. We really had nothing i sure it's D with the Draco. I done seen him in action. Your niggas acting tact. We came out the mud like strippers. I-, I-, I gotta keep them correct. I, I got some stuff We're Rolling at Bobby Boucher. And I got your horn away. I move with the bosses, I fit in. You move with the workers, you blend them. I-, I want to smoke like a chimney. That's that- that- that why I move with a semi. Real diamonds on my chest. I'm on Gola, Real diamonds on my wrist, these diamonds throwin' fists Real diamonds on my chest, I'm on roller hoe. Huh? I trust Kiki with that Draco, he gon' let it go Real diamonds on my wrist, this shit here cost a car Real niggas in my circle, gotta keep it tight Hey, I want the racks for the team, I'm sippin' it red or the yellow I'm tryna to shake the addiction, you fake, you fly Real diamonds on my chest, I'm on roller ho huh? Just Kiki with that Draco, he gon' let it go. Yeah. My niggas believe in God, but they pray for a pack. I'm tryna straighten it out, they stuck in the streets, gotta make a way out. I- I'm tryna buy them some time, like a rodent for doing some time. I-, I put my heart in the rhyme, I'm a part like an arrow. My shooters be posted like scarecrows, Kush got me bent like a elbow. Perks got me all on my level. I walk through the rain, how you get here? I work for it all, how you get it? Days I start, how you living? I'm never forgetting D- That's that that why I flex on these niggas on. Remember me? The one you ain't count on Highs step on the I got L- that word like a structure Money, toss, end the discussion They tryna run with my style, they tired Talking like niggas replace me, this shit could get scared Freddie and Jason Real diamonds on my chest, I'm on roller hoe I trust Kiki with that Draco, he gon' let it go Real diamonds on my wrist, this shit he'll cost a car Real niggas in my circle Hey, I want the racks for the team. I'm sipping that red or the yellow. I'm trying to shake the addiction. You fake, you fly. Real diamonds on my chest. I'm on Cola, I trust Kiki with that Draco. He gon' let it go.